Let's continue. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابِ And certainly we gave to Musa a.s. the book. Which book was given to Musa a.s.? The Tawrat. Why was it given? Was there a need? It was a means of guidance for them. You know, a person might say, why were they given the Torah? Why were they given all of these obligations? You know, it only made life difficult for them. Just like a person might say, why was the Qur'an given? Why have we been commanded to pray five times a day? Why do we have to wear hijab? Why do we have to earn only halal? Why do we have to eat only halal? You know, if all of these commands were not given, life would be so much easier. People wonder like that, right? Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us certain commands? Why? So that we're successful in the hereafter, in this world. Because if we were allowed to follow our desires, do whatever we wanted, would we harm ourselves? Like for example, if we were allowed to kill whoever we wanted to, who would be alive today? If we were allowed to insult other people, who would be saved today? If we were left to following our own desires, then we would harm ourselves. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us certain guidelines. That if we did not have this guidance, then we would have no purpose, no goal. And human beings, they crave purpose. They need to have a goal. If any person is sitting idle at their home, useless, they feel so useless. They want to do something. Even if it means reading something or working for somebody else. People do not like to sit empty-handed. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a certain command, certain obligations, this religion gives us a purpose. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create us just like that. Allah questions us. أَفَحَسِبْتُمْ أَنَّمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ عَبَثًا وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَا لَا تُرْجَعُونَ Do you think that we created you in vain, just out of play, and that you will not return to us? No. We have been created for a purpose. So we can fulfill that purpose, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the guidance. To Musa alayhi salam, he gave the Torah. For who? For the Bani Israel. So that they could live by that guidance. وَقَفَّيْنَا And we sent in succession. مِنْ بَعْدِهِ After him, بِالرُّسُلْ With the messengers. قَفَّيْنَا is from the root letters قَفَّوَوْ And قَفُ is used for the backbone. If you look at the backbone, the spine, it's made of small, small bones, the vertebra. And all of them are connected with each other. As soon as one ends, the other follows over there. So قَفَّيْنَا is to send in succession. As soon as one goes, the other comes. As soon as one leaves, the other comes. So, وَقَفَّيْنَا We sent in succession, مِنْ بَعْدِهِ After him. After who? After Musa a.s. بِالرُّسُلْ With the messengers. Rusul is the plural of Rasul. Rasul, one messenger. Rusul, messengers. What does it mean by this? That Musa a.s. was given the book. The Bani Israel, they lived by the book. When Musa salam died, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent another prophet to them. So that they would have a book as well as a prophet. They would have a law to follow as well as a leader who would guide them. And constantly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent messengers. So that there was no time when Bani Israel had no messenger. No, always, always a messenger was present amongst them. Guiding them, telling them what to do, telling them what not to do, showing them the way, leading them through their difficulties. وَقَفَّيْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُولِ This was a huge favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the Bani Israel. They weren't just given a law, they were also given a leader to be present at all times. So for example with us, with the Muslim Ummah, we have been given the Qur'an and for the Sahaba who was there, the Prophet ﷺ to lead them. 
Today, what do we have? The Qur'an. And we also have the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ preserved for us to show us what to do, what not to do, and how to do. But just imagine, if there was a leader present at all times. As soon as one goes, the other comes. One dies, the other comes. Wouldn't this be much easier? We have the sunnah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not deprive us. However, it makes it much easier for a person to have a leader who is present. So this was a huge favor of the Bani Israel. وَقَفَّيْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُلِ One messenger after the other was sent to them. Can you think of some messengers who were sent to the Bani Israel? After Musa a.s. Zakariya a.s. Yahya a.s. Isa a.s. was the last messenger sent to the Bani Israel. Before him, Dawood a.s. Sulaiman a.s. So many messengers were sent to them. And then finally the last messenger sent to the Bani Israel was who? Isa a.s. So Allah says, وَآتَيْنَا And we gave to Isa, Isa a.s. Ibn Maryam, the son of Maryam. Isa, son of Maryam. In the Qur'an, Isa a.s. is always mentioned like this. Isa, the son of Maryam. Why? Because he did not have a father. He only had a mother. So Isa, Ibn Maryam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions him in this way to show that he was not the son of Allah. No, he was a son of Maryam, not the son of Allah. So we gave to Isa ibn Maryam al-bayyinat, the clear signs. Bayyinat is a plural of bayyinat. And bayyinat is a clear evidence. Something that is clear in itself, and it also proves something. So we gave him clear signs, clear bayyinat. These bayyinat were clear in themselves, meaning obvious to people, and at the same time they also clarified the truthfulness of Isa salam in his claim of being a prophet of Allah. What were these clear evidences that were given to Isa a.s.? It was the miracles that he were given. Bayinat refers to two things over here. First of all, shari'i and secondly, kawni. Shari'i meaning the book that he was given. Which book was he given? Injil. And secondly, kawni meaning miracles were given to him. What miracles were given to him? He spoke as an infant. Just imagine a baby talking. If a baby spoke out, you would say, there's something special about this baby. So people knew from the very beginning that he was not an ordinary person. He was indeed the messenger of Allah. So these signs, they proved his prophethood. What other miracles were given to him? That a person who had died, he could give him life by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He could raise the dead from their graves and also from outside of their graves. Heal the sick. A person who was a leper or born blind, different diseases, he could heal them by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any other miracle? That he would make a bird out of clay and he would blow ruh into it and it would fly, it would come alive with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Isa salam was given many miracles. And all of these miracles, they were evidences of his prophethood, of his truthfulness. So, وَآتَيْنَا Isa ibn Maryam al-bayyinat So what does the bayyinat refer to? First of all, Shari Bayinat and secondly, Kauni Bayinat. Shari Bayinat are which ones? The book that he was given, the Injil. And secondly, Kauni, meaning miracles were given to him. So, وَآتَيْنَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمُ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَيَّدَنَاهُ And we assisted him, we strengthened him. بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ With the pure spirit. أَيَّدَنَا Hamza Ya Dal. أَيَّدَ يُؤَيِّدُ تَأْيِيد Is to help someone, to assist someone. وَالسَّمَاءَ بَنَيْنَاهَا بِأَيْدٍ The sky, we have constructed it with strength. So aid is strength, power. How do you help someone? With the power that you have. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped Isa alayhi salam 
gave him strength through who? Biruhil Qudus. With the pure spirit. Ruh spirit. And Qudus is from Qaf Dal Sin. You may have heard of the term Al Quds. Baytul Muqaddas. What does it mean? Masjid al Aqsa is Baytul Muqaddas. And what is Al Quds? Palestine. It's the pure land. And in it is the mosque that is very sacred. It is the place of worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is very sacred, very pure. Now, the word Quds, it means to be pure. We have read earlier, وَنَحْنُ نُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِكَ وَنُقَدِّسُ لَكَ نُقَدِّسُ قَافْ دَالْسِينَ Same root. So, Ruh Al-Qudus. Who is Ruh Al-Qudus? What is the pure spirit? This pure spirit refers to Jibreel, the angel Jibreel. And why is it that he was called Ruh Al-Qudus in the Qur'an and the Sunnah? You think angels are pure? Yes, because they don't commit sin like we do. And especially Jibreel was called Ruh Al-Qudus because he brought what we used to purify ourselves. He brought down at the command of Allah the revelation, the books. And with those books, with that revelation, we purify ourselves. وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ Allah assisted Isa a.s. with Ruh Al-Qudus at many occasions. Throughout Isa a.s. life, he faced many difficulties, opposition from the Bani Israel, a lot of difficulties. And Jibreel is the one who assisted Isa a.s. continuously from the beginning till the end. Just like the Prophet ﷺ. Did he face many challenges? Of course he did. For example, at the battle of Badr. There were so many people against the Muslims who had come. Muslims were only 300. And how many were the mushrikeen? A thousand. But in that battle, the angels also fought. On the side of the Muslims against the mushrikeen. Similarly, when the Prophet ﷺ was sitting once, and the Yahud, they decided to kill him, Angel Jibreel came and told him to move, to leave immediately. So, وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped Isa salam through Ruh al-Qudus. Through the angel Jibreel. Why is Isa salam mentioned here in particular? Because he was the last messenger sent to the Bani Israel. First, Musa salam, then in the middle, so many messengers, and then Isa salam. Allah says to the Bani Israel, أَفَكُلَّمَا A did but then kullama every time, every single time. Ja'akum, he came to you. Who came to you? Rasulun, a messenger. Every single time that a messenger came to you, bima with that which la tahwa anfusukum. Your souls did not desire. La tahwa, hawawiyah. Hawa is the desire of the soul. So every time a messenger brought to you something that you did not like, Every time a messenger brought to you something that you did not like, what was your reaction? Istakbartum. You became proud. Kafbara, istikbar, to be arrogant. Meaning you refused to obey the messenger. You refused to listen to him. For example, Musa salam told the Bani Israel, enter the city. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is commanding you that you enter the city. Yes, there will be hardship. You have to fight the people, but you have to enter. What was their reaction? We're not going to go fight. Musa, you and your Lord go. You fight, you clear the way, and then we will come. Istakbartum. You became so arrogant. Every time you were given a command that you did not want to follow, you were so arrogant. You refused to obey the messenger. You acted so proudly. Istakbartum. And as a result, fafariqan. So a group, meaning a group of the messengers. Kathabutum. You denied, you rejected, you belied. كَذَّبَ كَافْ ذَالْبَ From كَذِب What does كَذِب mean? To lie. 
And kathaba is to declare something as a lie. To declare something as a lie. If somebody tells you to do something and you say no, this is okay rejection, refusal. But if a person says, no, what you're saying is wrong, then this is absolute denial. So kathabatum. You did not just disobey the messengers, but you called the messengers liars. You refused to even acknowledge them to be messengers. For example, Isa salam when he taught them, when he instructed them, what did they do? They refused to believe in him. Kathabatum. They called him a liar. And this is why they helped the Romans or they instigated the Romans to kill him. So istakbartum fafariqan kathabatum wa fariqan and a group of the messengers taqtulun you are killed. Taqtulun qafta alam qatl. They went to the extent of even killing some messengers. Zakariya alayhi salam, Yahya alayhi salam, they killed them. Many other messengers, they killed. Why? Just because they did not like Previously we learned that whatever they liked of the scripture, they followed. Whatever they did not like, they left it. They believed in parts and they rejected other parts. Over here, what do we see? If a messenger told them what they did not like, they were so arrogant that they denied the messengers and some other messengers, they went to the extent of even killing them. فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ Notice the words over here. كَذَّبْتُمْ This is past tense. And تَقْتُلُونَ This is present and future. كَذَّبْتُمْ is past. And تَقْتُلُونَ is present. It's fair mudarir. Now, the Bani Israel, yes, they denied the messengers who came to them. But why is تَقْتُلُونَ in present? You know why? Because at the time when this was revealed, which messenger was amongst them? Muhammad wasallam, And they tried to kill him. Several times, not just once, several times. So this killing messengers, this is still a habit amongst you. A person might say that didn't they also reject the Prophet ﷺ? Yes, they rejected him, but what is worse? Rejection or killing? Killing. Because killing is a result of rejection. It's going a step further. So فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبَتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ This is your attitude towards the truth. What you don't like, you oppose. وَقَالُوا And they say, meaning the Bani Israel, قُلُوبُنَا غُلْف Our hearts are wrapped up. قُلُوب is a plural of قَلْب and غُلْف. What does it mean by غُلْف? غُلْف is a plural of أَغْلَف. أَغْلَف. And أَغْلَف غَيْنْ لَامْفَا is something that is enwrapped, around which is a cover, that is inside a case. Something that is inside a case, something that is wrapped up. So they said, our hearts are gulf, meaning our hearts are covered up. So in other words, what you say doesn't enter our hearts. They said this mockingly as an excuse for not believing in the Prophet ﷺ. You know, if you tell somebody, all the evidences, the truth is made very clear to them, yet they don't accept. What's the reason? Because they don't want to. But... As an excuse, what do people say? Like for example, they know they have to pray, but they don't want to pray. So what do they say? You know, Allah doesn't want to guide me. Or they say, I'm just an evil person, and maybe I'm meant to go in the hellfire. Maybe I'm not supposed to be a good person. This is what? An excuse. Because when the truth is clear, and the person does not want to follow it, there's no reason. So he will come up with an excuse. Blaming Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is exactly what the Bani Israel did. That yes, we know the messenger is true, but we don't want to accept him. We don't like him. Why? Allah has wrapped up our hearts. 
the truth doesn't enter our hearts. Qulubuna ghulf. The word ghulf has also been understood as ghuluf. And ghuluf is understood as aw'iyah, meaning containers, vessels. So qulubuna ghulf, meaning our hearts are contained, meaning they're full of knowledge. Our hearts are already full. We don't need you. We don't need you, O Muhammad wasallam. We don't need this Qur'an. We don't need to follow this. Like many times people say, I'm very happy the way I am. I don't need to pray. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. I'm very happy the way I am. So they've said this as an excuse. Qulubuna ghulf. Allah says, no. Allah never wrapped up their hearts. The reason why they're saying this, the reason why they're doing this is, bal rather, Allah. Allah has cursed them. Bikufrihim, because of their disbelief. What does la'na mean? Curse. And curse, la'na, is to be distanced from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To be distanced from the mercy of Allah. So, Allahu bikufrihim. Rather, Allah has cursed them because of their disbelief. Disbelief in who? In the messengers. So how very little is that they believe. فَقَلِيلًا مَا قَلِيل is little. And when ma comes, it is emphasizing the littleness. So how very little is that they believe. Meaning their iman is so less that it's almost not there. فَقَلِيلًا مَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Or very few of them believe. فَقَلِيلًا مَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Let's listen to the verses and then we'll go over the lessons. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَقَفَّيْنَا مِن بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُلِ وَآتَيْنَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ أَفَكُلَّمَا جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَهْوَى أَنفُسُكُمُ اسْتَكْبَرْتُمْ فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ وَقَالُوا قُلُوبُنَا غُلْفٌ بَلْ لَعَنَهُمُ اللَّهُ بِكُفْرِهِمْ فَقَلِيلًا مَا يُؤْمِنُونَ We've seen these verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent many messengers to the Bani Israel to guide them constantly. And this was a special favor that Allah bestowed on them. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, ayah 44, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَا التَّوْرَاتَ فِيهَا هُدًا وَنُورٍ يَحْكُمُ بِهَا النَّبِيُّونَ الَّذِينَ أَسْلَمُوا لِلَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالرَّبَّانِيُّونَ وَالْأَحْبَارِ That we revealed the Torah in which was guidance and also light. And the messengers, the prophets who were sent to the Bani Israel, they used to judge according to it. They used to command the Bani Israel according to it. So there were many prophets that were sent to the Bani Israel after Musa Islam to constantly guide them. Secondly, we learn these verses that the angels, they are given many responsibilities. And of the tasks that are appointed to the angels is to assist who? The messengers of Allah. To help the messengers of Allah. وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ Then we also learn in these verses that some people, despite Seeing the truth very clearly, they don't accept it. Why do they not accept it? Because of their pride, because of their arrogance. And what's the reason? That they don't like it. And when they don't like it, they go to the extent of opposing the truth, opposing the people who tell them the truth, to the extent of even harming and killing them. Because of their own arrogance, but who do they blame? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They blame Allah. Allah has not guided us. Allah doesn't want good for us. A person should take responsibility for his own crimes. Allah says, بَلَّعَنَهُمُ اللَّهُ بِكُفْرِهِمْ This is a result of their own kufr. 
Allah has cursed them because of their own kufr. فَقَلِيلًا مَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Let's continue. وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ كِتَابٌ And when there has come to them a book, meaning now that a book has come to them. Which book is this? The Qur'an. Previously with the Torah, with the messengers who were sent to them, what was the reaction? Of great pride, believing parts of the book, rejecting other parts of the book. And now that a book has come to them, the Qur'an, what is their reaction? That this book that has come to them, it is from Allah. And it is musaddiqun, it is one that confirms the truthfulness of what? Lima ma'hum for what is with them. What was with them? The Torah, the Injil, and the Qur'an confirms the Torah and the Injil. How? That the Torah and the Injil were also from who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Qur'an is musaddiqun lima ma'hum. And the Bani Israel, before this Qur'an came to them, what was their state? That wakanu, and they were, meaning they used to, min qablu, before, qabl, qaf, balam. What did they do? Yastaftihuna ala alladhina kafaru. They were seeking victory against the disbelievers. Yastaftihuna is from fataha. Fataha. Fath. What does fath mean? Fataha is to open. Remember, Fatiha. But Fath also means to be successful, to have victory, conquest. Fath Makkah. What does that refer to? The conquest of Makkah, the victory over Makkah. So Fath is victory. And Istaftaha Yastaftihu is to seek victory, to pray for victory. So the Bani Israel, before the Quran came, before the Messenger came, what was their state? They used to seek victory, meaning they used to ask Allah for victory against who? Alladina kafaru, against the disbelievers. Who are Alladina kafaru? The mushrikeen of Arabia. I told you earlier that three Jewish tribes resided in Medina. And they had problems within themselves and they also had problems with the Arab tribes. They went to war with them. They made alliances with some tribes and they went to war against others. So there were issues. And the Bani Israel, they used to boast to the mushrikeen that, you know what? Our last messenger is going to come. Our savior is going to come very soon. The time is near. And when he comes, we're going to be victorious. And then we're going to defeat all of you. Today we are the minority. Only a few of us live over here. Yes, you are the people of this land. You are the original people of this land. And you are more in number. We are less in number. We are in minority. But you know what? Very soon our last messenger is going to come. And we're going to be victorious over all of you. وَكَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ يَسْتَفْتِحُونَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا So who are الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا? The mushrikeen of Arabia. So this is how they were before the Prophet ﷺ came. Allah says, فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ So when it came to them. What came to them? Ma arafu, what they recognized. Arafu, ain rafa, to recognize something. How do you recognize something? By its clear signs. For example, if you have a pencil case and the person sitting next to you has the exact same pencil case or the exact same cell phone, how do you know which one is yours? By its signs. For example, you know that on your phone, on the top right corner, there is a scratch. So when you look at the two phones, you know, okay, this one is mine. To recognize something by its clear signs. فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ مَا عَرَفُوا بِهِ Then when it came to them, what came to them? What they recognized very easily, very clearly. The Qur'an, the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because we know in the Qur'an, يَعْرِفُونَهُ كَمَا يَعْرِفُونَ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ They recognized him as well as they recognized their own children. كَفَرُوا بِهِ 
فَلَعْنَتُ So the curse of Allah عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ Upon the disbelievers. Why did they not believe in Muhammad wasallam? What was the reason? Despite having recognized him, why did they not believe? It was pride. Just as previously, if the messengers told them what they did not like, what prevented them from following the messengers? Pride. Istakbartum. So similarly over here, pride came in that how can we believe in an ummi messenger? We were supposed to fight against these Arabs and defeat them. And now if we believe in an ummi messenger, then we and them become the same. You understand? Before they were boasting, looking down on the Arabs. And now the messenger comes from the Arabs. They were arrogant again. This is why Allah says, فَلَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ just as previously their ancestors were cursed because of their kufr, likewise these people also got cursed because of their kufr. Allah says, Bi'sama. How evil is that which? Bi'sa. Bi'sa means how bad? How terrible? How bad is what? Ishtarau bihi anfusahum. They sold themselves for. Anfus, plural of nafs. And ishtarau, what's the root letters? Shinra, yeah. They gave up themselves for what? For worldly advantage. So Allah says, بِئْسَمَ اشْتَرَوْ بِهِ أَنفُسَهُمْ How terrible it is that they have sold themselves for. Meaning they gave up their akhirah. For what? For worldly benefits? How petty is that? How meager is that? بِئْسَمَ اشْتَرَوْ بِهِ أَنفُسَهُمْ And what is it that they're doing? When they're selling themselves, when they're giving themselves, they're losing themselves, what is it that they're doing? How is it that they're doing it? أَنْ يَكْفُرُوا That they're disbelieving. Bima anzal Allah with what Allah has revealed. They're disbelieving what Allah has revealed. Just imagine Allah has revealed something and they don't accept it. What's the reason? Baghyan, out of rebellion. Baghyan, ba ghayn ya. Baghyan literally means to desire something. Yabghuna, tabghi. What does it mean to desire? When a person desires something, when he likes something, if another has it, how does he feel? Jealous. And if a person likes something, does he want to have it? Yes. Will he cross bounds? Will he commit transgression to get a hold of it? Many times. So this is why the word baghi is also used for jealousy and it's also used for transgression, rebellion. So they disbelieved in the messenger in the Qur'an despite having recognized out of what? Baghiyan, out of jealousy. What was that jealousy? What was that problem? Why did they have that jealousy? On that, يُنَزِّلَ اللَّهُ That Allah has revealed مِنْ فَضْلِهِ Out of His bounty, out of His special favor عَلَى مَنْ يَشَاءُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ Upon whomever He wills from His servants. That Allah has sent down the Qur'an out of His bounty. Fadl is from the root letters فَضَضْلَامِ And what does it mean? A favor, a gift, an extra favor that is given to someone. So Allah has revealed out of His bounty on who? Upon whomsoever he wills from his servants. Ibad is a plural of abd. All people are the servants of Allah. It doesn't matter which tribe a person belongs to, which nation a person belongs to, which country he comes from. It doesn't matter. All are the servants of Allah. And Allah can choose whoever he wants for his special favor. What does this fadl refer to? This refers to the Qur'an, the special favor of the Qur'an. Allah can give it to whomsoever He wants. The Bani Israel were no special people anymore. Previously they were given privilege, but now they had lost that privilege. So Allah could give the Qur'an to anybody. And He chose who? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
The Qur'an is indeed a fadl. This religion is indeed a great favor of Allah. Allah says in the Qur'an that قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا That say, out of the bounty of Allah, because of it, and His mercy, they should be happy that Allah has given them the Qur'an. هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ It is better than whatever they can gather. In Surah Yunus, ayah number 58. So the Qur'an, this religion is truly a huge blessing. And Allah can give it to whomsoever He wants. Just as the Bani Israel were ungrateful for whatever they were given, the advantages were taken away. It was given to who? That favor was transferred to who? To the Ummi nation. I just read a story recently. This woman who was wearing a hijab, and she was wearing a naqab in fact, and she went to this grocery store and she was buying her stuff, and this girl at the counter, you know, she was going through the cash for her. She got very upset with this hijabi girl, and she's like, you know, we have a lot of problems here because of you. You wear this hijab, this naqab, and because of that we have so many problems. If you want to show your religion, if you want to prove your history, why don't you just go back to your country? And this girl who's talking is also a Muslim, but she's not wearing hijab, nothing. So this naqabi girl, she lifts up her veil, and she's a white woman with blue eyes. She goes, this is my country, and this is my Islam. You, when you came here, you left your Islam. And you know what? We took it from you. The religion of Allah is a favor. Allah can give it to whomsoever He wants. If we think we are the only deserving people on this planet, then our pride will bring us down. Allah can take this fadl and give it to somebody else. If we don't value this religion, this Qur'an, Allah can give it to somebody else. Look what happened to the Bani Israel. They thought they could do whatever they wanted. Allah took that privilege away from them. And He gave it to that Ummi nation, that unlettered nation. Allah can give His favor to whomsoever He wants. أَن يُنَزِّلَ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ عَلَى مَنْ يَشَاءُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ So the Bani Israel, Allah says, فَبَاءُوا بِغَضَبٍ عَلَى غَضَبٍ So they return with anger upon anger. بَاءُوا بَاءُوا hamza. It is to incur something, to bring something upon oneself. To make oneself deserving of something. They returned with anger upon anger. غَضَبٍ is such anger that translates into punishment. So because of their kufr, because of their pride, because of their rejection, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was angry on them. غَضَبٍ عَلَى غَضَبٍ And notice غَضَبٍ عَلَى غَضَبٍ They did not just incur the anger of Allah upon themselves, but also the anger of people. Allah was angry with them, and people were angry with them. They were punished, and they suffered again and again and again, repeatedly in this world. فَبَاءُوا بِغَضَبٍ عَلَىٰ غَضَبٍ وَلِلْكَافِرِينَ And for the disbelievers is عَذَابُ مُهِينَ A humiliating punishment. Muheen is from the root letters هَوَا وَنُونَ هَوْن And what does هَوْن mean? To be small. So to be humiliated. وَلِلْكَافِرِينَ عَذَابُ مُهِينَ For them is a humiliating punishment. If you think about it, punishment is itself very humiliating. But it humiliated them even further. In the hellfire, People will be humiliated, insulted. When they will beg to be taken out, they'll be told, اِخْسَأُوا فِيهَا وَلَا تُكَلِّمُونَ Just stay in there and don't even dare speak to Allah. Don't even dare make dua to Allah. When Allah called you, you refuse. Now you don't call Allah. So, وَلِلْكَافِرِينَ عَذَابٌ مُهِينَ Let's listen to the recitation. وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ كِتَابٌ مِّنْ عِنْدٍ 
What do these verses show to us? That a person should accept the truth when he sees it. Generally people, what do they focus on? Who is saying it instead of what is being said? The Bani Israel were doing the exact same thing. Instead of looking at what was being told to them, they said, Oh, Ummi Messenger, reject. We should look at the truth and not the person who is saying it. Accept it. Judge the truth by the truth itself, not by the person who is presenting it. And if a person does not accept it, then he incurs the anger of Allah, the anger of people in this world, and a humiliating punishment in the hereafter. وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا And when it is said to them, believe. Meaning when it is said to the Bani Israel, believe. Believe in what? بِمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهِ In what Allah has revealed. When they're told, believe in what Allah has revealed. What is it that Allah has revealed? The Qur'an. What was their reaction? قَالُوا They said, نُؤْمِنُوا We only believe. بِمَا أُنزِلَ In that which was revealed alayna upon us. We only believe in what was given to us. Meaning we only believe in the scriptures that were sent to us, to the Bani Israel, to us. Not the Ummi, not the unlettered people, not the Arabs, no. We believe in what was given to us. Yes, this Qur'an may be true, however it's not meant for us. It's for who? The rest of the people. We, we only follow what has been given to us. What does it show? Pride. Are you that special? That every time a special invitation has to be sent to you. Isn't it amazing? They would say, نُؤْمِنُ بِمَا أُنزِلَ عَلَيْنَا We only believe in what has been sent to us. وَيَكْفُرُونَ And Allah says, they disbelieve بِمَا وَرَاءَهُ In that which is وَرَاءَهُ وَرَاءَ Beyond it. Meaning whatever is other than it. So they reject the Qur'an. وَهُوَ While it is الْحَقِّ It is the truth. While the Qur'an is the truth, and it is musaddiq, it is one that confirms the truthfulness of lima ma'ahum, of what is with them. The Qur'an is the truth, they know they should accept it, but yet they don't accept it. Saying that we only believe in what has been sent to us. Allah says, okay, if that is true, that you only believe in what is sent to you, قُلْ Then you say to them, فَلِمَ Then why? Lima. Lima is a combination of li and ma. Li for ma what? Meaning for what reason? In other words, why? فَلِمَ So why? تَقْتُلُونَ You all kill. Why did you kill? Ambiya Allah, the prophets of Allah. Ambiya is the plural of Nabi. And Nabi is from the root letters Noon ba Hamza, from Naba. What does Naba mean? News. And Nabi is the one who gives very important news. So why did you kill the prophets? Ambiya Allah, the prophets of Allah. Min qablu, before. 
in kuntum mu'minin if you were truly believers if you say that you are only required to believe in what has been sent to you then why is it that you killed the messengers who were sent to you if you were believers in them you say you believe in what was sent to you no you didn't believe in that because if you did then you would not have killed the messengers who were sent to you how is it that a person claimed to believe in a messenger and also kill him at the same time no this is not belief so in other words their excuse is being rejected over here you say you only believe in what has been sent to you no you never did that so this is just a mere excuse and this excuse is not acceptable at all what do we learn in this verse that as believers we are required to accept the truth we are required to accept the truth even if it comes from those who are other than us Sometimes it happens that a person clings to his madhab, his school of thought. That for example, they would say, you know, I've been raised as a Hanafi, I've been raised as a Shafi'i. So we're Hanafi, this is why we pray in this way. You know, my mother taught me, my teacher taught me, this is what we do. Yeah, I know the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ says that you're supposed to pray differently, but you know, this is what we were taught. So, you know, we will stick to our ways and we're not going to follow anybody else. No. When it comes to the deen, what are we to look at? The truth. And we're supposed to accept it. We cannot say, since this is not from my school of thought, since this is not from my teacher, since this is not from my madhab, I will not accept it. No. We should not be this rigid. Because at the end of the day, we have been told to follow the deen and not a particular school of thought. Tell me, which madhab did the sahaba follow what was their religion the religion that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam told them who was their imam who was their leader the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so for us also our imam is who muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam whatever he commanded us whatever he told us we are to accept it our imam should not be the people who came after him it should be who muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam because this was a problem in the bani israil They were very proud of themselves, of the group that they belonged to. And this is why they look down on others. If anything comes from them, we're not going to accept it. If something comes from ourselves, we will take it. But this is also a lie, because they never did that. Recitation. وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا بِمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ قَالُوا قَالُوا نُؤْمِنُ بِمَا أُنزِلَ عَلَيْنَا وَيَكْفُرُونَ بِمَا وَرَاءَهُ وَهُوَ الْحَقُّ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا مَعَهُمْ قُلْ فَلِمَ تَقْتُلُونَ أَنْبِيَاءَ اللَّهِ مِنْ قَبْلُ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ one line lessons that you learned the harmful effects of pride that even in this dunya a person is humiliated he is disgraced that we should have respect for other people's property as well as their lives as well as their honor we should not abuse the blessings that are given to us we should not become proud of them because they can be taken away from us that whatever you gain in this dunya will not be helpful in the hereafter worldly things cannot benefit us in the hereafter that we should support one another instead of going against each other just because we disagree with one another doesn't mean we kill one another 
picking and choosing from the religion is equivalent to following your own desires. And this is something that we should avoid. Because if a person is picking and choosing, then in reality he is following his desire. He is not following the religion. Stop making excuses for not following the truth. Just do it. Don't kill yourselves, meaning all of yourselves. Accept the truth, even if it's coming from the mouth of the person whom you don't like. Because sometimes if somebody younger than us tells us something, we don't want to hear it. Inshallah, we'll conclude over here. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.